Welcome to another message of hope from Gateway Family Church. For more information or to contact us, please visit gateway.asn.au. How is everybody doing tonight? Is everybody doing good? Is everyone pumped for holidays in a week's time? That is good. Hey, hey, I am just uh, so, so glad that I get the opportunity to, uh, to share with you guys tonight. I'm really excited about what I have to bring to you. If I haven't met you before, my name is Singe and uh, hi, hi everyone, how's it going? And uh, if I haven't met you before, I just want to say I am so glad that you are here and I would love to meet you after this. So make sure you come and say hello. So tonight, this term, obviously, we've been, uh, we've, I said afterwards, guys, come on. Uh, no, see, I'm joking. It's okay, everyone. Just, just chill out. So obviously this term we have been talking about doubts and we have covered some good ones and tonight I am here to try and answer the question, is the Bible really the Word of God? And I was talking to uh, one of the pastors today and I gave her my talk to read and she comes back to me and goes, gosh, Singe, have they, could they have given you a bigger topic to try and cover in one night? So look, I'm going to do my best and I uh, hope you guys uh, get something out of it. And so in case the suspense at this point is absolutely killing you, is the Bible really the Word of God? Yes, of course it is. Uh, hey, and also I know some of you guys might just be like, you might be like, I don't really care. I don't, I'm not really worried about is the Bible the Word of God. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what is the Bible? What are you talking about? So just in case there's anybody here who does not know about the Bible, it is a book, something like this. This is a particularly, uh, particularly big one. It's uh, good for keeping youth in check when they're misbehaving because it's quite heavy, which is helpful. Uh, and so in that book, there's a collection of 66 different writings and letters by 40 different authors written over the course of a long period of time, also written a long time ago, but that if you are a Christian like me or someone who follows Jesus, we believe that it was given by God to us in order to know Him better and to do life better. And so, look, I've spent the last couple of weeks praying and spending time with God trying to figure out what He wants me to tell you guys tonight. And honestly, when it comes to Bible reading, uh, what I've been hearing from God this week is I need to have a bit of a, a big brother chat with a few of you. Not big brother like on the TV shows or like, this is big brother. Not that sort of like, as if you have like an actual big brother. That's what I'm doing. And uh, look, if you're feeling a bit nervous, just wait till I get into this big brother chat because I think it's really important. So I know that tonight... There are people in this room who feel pressured into reading the Bible more or who feel bad that they're not reading the Bible enough. Maybe you're feeling inadequate or not smart enough or not godly enough because of how your Bible reading is going. And whatever is going on, the end of the story is that you're not feeling encouraged by your Bible reading. So before we even talk about whether the Bible is actually the Word of God, if you fit into that group, I just really need to remind you of something right now. 
God loves you already, right now. No matter whether you read the Bible today, this week, this month, this year, or never before at all, God loves you no matter how good your Bible reading is going. In the Bible, it says God saved you by grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things or the Bible reading that we have done. You are loved. You are important. You are free. You are forgiven. And Jesus wants a relationship with you no matter how your Bible reading is going. So let's pray about this. You know, this is an opportunity to forget how your Bible reading has been going and to just focus on Jesus. Because ultimately, that's what it's all about. That's why we run this youth ministry. That's why I'm here talking to you right now. And if you're not on the journey with Jesus yet, or maybe it's your first night at youth tonight, again, we're just so glad you're here. You're probably sitting there like, what the hell is this guy talking about? I don't get what's going on. You can just chill. Long story short is, in this place, we love God, and God tells us to bring all our worries and our concerns to Him. So all we're going to do is talk to Him about something that's been troubling some of us and ask Him to help us know Him better. So if you want to ask God to be free of pressure and guilt and expectation of others when it comes to your Bible reading, you can just pray along privately with me. So let's everyone just close our eyes, bow our heads while we talk to God. Lord, thank you that you were there for me, whether I read my Bible or not. Sometimes I feel bad that I don't read my Bible or don't read it enough, and I don't want to feel that way. I just want to know you better. Please help me to figure out how to spend time with you and hear from you in the Bible, but without feeling guilty. Thank you that you're always there and you always want to hear about my struggles and help me to do life better. Help me focus on you. Amen. How cool is that? All right, so look, we've shaken off all the Bible-related baggage. We are free to explore, is the Bible the Word of God? And also, how the Bible is meant to be read, guilt-free. Does that sound good to anyone in here? Okay, it sounds good to some of you. That's good. Hey, uh, look, I'm going to be really honest with you. I am not here to make a full academic argument about whether the Bible is the Word of God. There's two main reasons for that. A, I don't have enough time, and B, wouldn't be that interesting. Um, So, in fact, there's a lot about the Bible I can't cover tonight. So let me encourage you, if you have any questions or you want some help with how to read your Bible better, talk to one of your awesome youth leaders. They would love to help you with that. But what I am going to talk to you briefly about is why I believe that the Bible is the Word of God and why I think it's important in my life. Now, there's a very bit of a fancy name for uh, what I believe, which is divine inspiration. But uh, the, the simple version of that is humans wrote it down, but they were inspired by God. It's pretty simple, right? And here's why I believe that. Because That argument can kind of seem weak on first glance, I suppose. It kind of seems a bit wishy-washy, like, oh, hopefully God inspired it. But you know what? I just think that we just see God working in that way, inspiring people and inspiring us all the time. I know I see that in my life. Even when I'm writing this message, I'm talking to God, and I believe that God has spoken back to me about what to tell you guys. I believe that this message is inspired by God. 
And if you talk to 10 people who follow Jesus, you will hear at least 10 stories of how God has affected their day-to-day life. So why would God not be able to do the same with the writers of the Scripture? And is our God not powerful enough to make one book come out the way he wants it to? To me, that's pretty cut and dried. Like, it doesn't... That doesn't really answer the question, but it gets me over one of the humps. I can believe that God inspired this book. The second reason I believe that this is the truth is because of the staying power of the Bible. Apart from heaps of evidence from historians and other boring people like that, talking about the fact that the Bible is worth trusting, I just don't see any other book or any other thing that has been around for as long as the Bible has been and still impacts people's lives, much less something that's been around for that long and impacts my life. To me, there is something different about this book. And thirdly, as I've been saying, the Bible has been tried and tested in my life. The advice, the words that are in there have held true and have had a very real impact in my life. To me, that just shows that this here book is different. And you know what? It can have a, make a difference in your life as well. Now, I'm feeling like there's probably some disappointed people in the room. There's a few people that start talk, they're like, oh, finally, I'm going to get some like, definitive evidence. I'm finally going to know like, what's up with the Bible. Why is it true? You're probably a little bit unsatisfied. And in a weird way... That's also one of my favorite things about the Bible. I kind of love that there's this gap between the fact that it's just a book, but that it's alive in my life. Because to me, that's the gap that God steps into. That's the gap where God gets to move. If I could just butt the Bible and my life up neatly next to each other, I wouldn't need God. I would have a book of great advice and God wouldn't be in it. So I love the fact that there is a gap. And that even though I don't totally understand it, that God uses it in my life anyway, because God's inspiration is what sustains it. Hey, there's this verse in the Bible. Let me explain a bit more. There's this verse in the Bible that says this, All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what's wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and it teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Now, I don't want to go, I don't want to get too crazy like into the background of this. But long story short, in there where it says all scripture is inspired by God, what is actually originally written there, sometimes words get changed and it's made into English and it waters the Bible down. It's unfortunate, but it's just facts. But what that actually says, it's kind of got this, uh, it's this word that means breathes into like God breathed into the scripture and made it more powerful and so here is the picture that I get from that a balloon I know everyone's really excited right now everyone's going balloon am I going to get the balloon can I have the balloon I hope I get the balloon that's what everyone's thinking right now it's pretty exciting but here's the thing here's the thing A balloon is pretty useless while it's like this. Like if you were having a birthday party for your girlfriend or your boyfriend, you wouldn't hang up a whole bunch of pieces of rubber around the room while they look like this, would it? It wouldn't be very festive, not particularly helpful. But if I blow it up, 
Everyone, everyone's excited. And, you know, the funny thing is just before this, I blew one up and it popped while I was blowing it up. So I'm actually a little bit nervous about this. But if I blow it up, nailed it, first try. Uh, if I blow it up, all of a sudden this balloon has... It's different. It's a bit more useful. It has shape. It has structure. And that's because my breath is supporting it and giving it that shape and structure. And the same is true of the Bible. Without God's involvement, it would just be a book with some nice ideas in it. It would just be another book with words in it. But the reason it's different and powerful is because it's God's breath that sustains it and makes it something else and gives it a shape and makes it useful. That was awesome. Uh, <laughs> and so here's the thing. Despite all of this, and this is, this is all good stuff to know, this doesn't really necessarily yet make the Bible easier to read. Sometimes the Bible is still hard to read. And I want to tell you tonight that that is okay if you find the Bible hard to read. There are plenty of different reasons different people find it hard to read the Bible. And there's different ways... You know, we could help you out with that, but, uh, you know, it's okay if the Bible is hard to read. But you just need to remember that when it is hard, you just need to remember that it is also good, especially when you read it the way that God intended for us to read it. And this is why I love reading the Bible and why I actually miss it when I don't. To understand the Bible and what makes it good, you have to remember the context of the Bible. This is the number one thing you have to remember when you're reading through it or if you're feeling bad about it. Just remember this one thing, and I've already said it tonight. God loves you. God loves you. That's the context of the Bible. That's the context of all the bits where you might feel a little bit of a twinge because you need to change something in your life. God loves you. How awesome is that? In the Bible, again, it says, For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance taught in the Scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Reading the Bible doesn't make you more holy. Reading the Bible doesn't make you more saved. In fact, reading the Bible doesn't even by itself make you any closer to Jesus. Again, what I, the part of the Bible I read earlier today, God saved you by his grace when you believed. It's spending time with Jesus that makes you closer to Jesus. The Bible helps us to know Jesus and point us towards him. So stop reading the Bible to do the right thing. Stop reading the Bible because a leader said so. And most importantly... Stop reading the Bible by yourself. Start spending more time with Jesus, with the Bible. Read less, relax more, hang out with God. Stop lying to yourself or your leader or your friends about how much you're reading the Bible and start getting honest with God. 
in Psalms, it says, Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. My victory and honor come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. People trust in Him at all times. Pour your heart out to Him, for God is our refuge. And for me, that, that's how I feel when I read the Bible. I just am reminded that God loves me, that He's my rock, He's my refuge, that He wants good for me. And the Bible just helps point me towards that. So whether you follow Him or not, the Bible is here to point you towards Jesus. If you're not following Jesus, I encourage you, pick up a Bible and give it a go and see what you figure out. And you know what? If you are following Jesus, I encourage you, pick up a Bible and see what it says to you. Give it a crack. And you know what? If you're not actually sure what to like actually do, if you're thinking, okay, this is a good idea now, but like, what do I actually do when it comes to reading the Bible? Then make sure you are connected with our Facebook page because every day this week, I'm going to post an article and a verse of a day and an encouragement to you guys who do want to read your Bible differently. Every day this week at after school time, starting with tonight after youth, the first one will be going up. So make sure you get around that. Tonight after youth on the Facebook page, in fact, we'll be posted my three-step plan. How good is that? Three-step plan. That's a good thing, right? My three-step plan for hanging with Jesus with the Bible. So make sure you check that out. Hey, I hope you are feeling excited and encouraged about your Bible reading this week. This is really what I wanted you guys to get tonight, is that the Bible is not a scary thing. It's not a task that you have to tick. God isn't sitting there trying to figure out whether you've read the Bible enough. Spend time with Jesus, with the Bible, and see what difference it makes in your life. Thanks for listening to this message from Gateway Family Church. We hope you join us again for another great message next week. For more information or to contact us, head to gateway.asn.au.